When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Hello and welcome to Heroes of the Horn, a Wheel of Time podcast. I am Sir Matt. And I am Sir Ezra. Friends, welcome back. We just finished up there with episode three. Uh, there it is. I hear it. Just, yeah. I let the party continue. I hear, like, we're cracking open some drinks. We're dri- we're drinking. We're eating. I feel like we're sitting in there with the tea yeah, right now. Look, I was going to be here earlier, but I had to make myself um, a Tawathawan wrap supreme. I mean, as serious question. Did serious. they stop it? I mean, is it? Did they stop there and get like a number seven at Taco Bell, right? Buddy, the... I went to Croatia. I, mean, what? I, mean, what? <laughs> I looked up Taco Bell in Croatia to see if that was a thing. I they totally Egwene was totally eating a number seven. That was I love it. I love it. It's really cool. Well, I made mine. I had a bite. It was great. I'll finish it afterwards. Actually, it's yeah. really crappy. I made a really crappy quesadilla. I don't know. I got like pepperoni and lunch meat in there. I don't know. I just wanted to make it That's for the great. show because I thought it'd be funny. It's funny. But Episode three. Wow, as um, I love this show. Uh, I love this sad. show. <laughs> I'm in. Mean, I man. love this show. It's... I just, I love this show. There's, oh, I just, I love it. That's all they're, I can say. They're, really, they're doing a good job. Um, I real quick, I want to. Okay, so out the gate here, I'm just start at the beginning. Start at the beginning. Nineve. Rem- Nineve. Let's go. Yeah. Okay, so we so we left Nynaeve, and okay, she caught back up with the group, whatever. Now we're back, and Nynaeve's caught up with Lan and Moraine, who've been she separated goes- from Matt and right. uh, Rand, and Egwene and Perrin. Mm-hmm. Okay, we're splitting off. We're going in three different directions. Now we're, we're kind of back to where we were in the books. Like, Nynaeve does catch up with them. Um, a few differences, though. They do not have coins. Right? right in the books, yep. Moraine gives them coins so she and then she can end up sort of tracking them. But uh, everything feels so good so far. Now, I liked when they showed, and this was a subtle thing when they showed how Nynaeve escaped the Trolloc, mm-hmm. how she killed it, and then you see the blood mm-hmm. in the pool and it sort of forms, which like it's like a yin yang symbol, right? Mm-hmm. 
Dragon's Fang. The, yeah. the dragon, right. The, 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 the I said I symbol, which is cool. Yeah. The power, power one power, right. That, that duality, the, the think of like a yin yang symbol, right. The, um, so that was cool. That was super, super cool. Then we start to get to, then we start to bounce um, back and forth a little bit between Egwene and Perrin who are running away from the wolves. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, Egwene uses the power. Yeah. The, to get that fire going, which is cool. God, man. Uh, keep, keep it rolling. Perrin. When has she that, has that nightmare. And oh, dude, that nightmare scene. So you can see Balsamon. I'm guessing that's uh, Balsamon. That's oh, my heck, guess. Oh, yeah. In the background, the way they're doing it. It's, it's, it's so it's cool. sweet. Scary. It's so good. Still has the eyes that are burning, especially when, when he zoomed in there and everything. And for him to go back, be tormented. It's also an element of sort of what happens in this dream is also real. Remember when Rand found all the bats in episode two. So there's little tie-ins like that that are making it uh, more, more realistic, more, more, um, it relates to the book. It's a good tie-in. Uh, buddy, when, when Egwene like presses her, like cell, you know, she like wraps her arms around Perrin and, and he's crying. My God. God. Yeah. I already loved Perrin. I've always, I always have. And I always felt, had a tender spot for him just because of all the stuff that goes and they are knocking that out of the park. I mean, people are going to be caring so much about it. Matt. It's not his fault. It's not. And it's such a horrible Think how you would feel, man. I, I, I am like it's really good. It's, it's just, my, it's, it's, it's my, it might be one of my favorite things so far until. Okay. Come on. We met my second favorite character. Cause I'd say that Matt is my most favorite character. Mm-hmm. Although I'm sort of remembering right now that I didn't like Matt very much in the early <laughs> books, and yeah. I'm beginning to remember why I'm like, oh yeah, I don't like sick Matt, right? Right, because sick he's Matt, yeah. Going down that route, uh, but we did meet my second favorite character today, which mm-hmm. is Tom Marilyn, who mm-hmm. first of all I love the song he plays. That's going to be on YouTube. People doing covers. We're going to have to get somebody to do a version so we can use it as some intro and outro music for the mm-hmm. podcast. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much a given at this yep. point. We're going to have to, we're going to, we got some buddies. We've had people submit to us stuff for our other podcast, but we're going to need something and we will use it. Give it somebody, give us a good, good version of you playing that on guitar. Yeah. Intro outro music. And we'll plug you in the, in the description. It was, it was so good. I loved Tom Marilyn in this. Um, kind of a deeper he's a deeper more emotional you get to see a little bit of him um it was great loved it early on because we miss him in the mm-hmm. books tom Marilyn is with them from the two rivers goes to shadow logan and then we think he dies mm-hmm. absolutely and absolutely. then we don't see him we don't see him again for almost like two books i mean you see him towards the end of the end of the second book right um middle ish to to end of the second book and now we meet him here so now he's gonna be traveling with you know with with matt and and rand and i really like the way they're doing it i think his care he is you know i i was unfamiliar with that actor but we'd seen the pictures of him and i was like oh my god he looks great and we've seen they had a guitar and he knows a lot he does the aiel thing which did you did you notice the little hint they had? So this was so this episode had Rand's first hints at being something else. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, 
first it's when Tom is talking about the Aiel and he's like, you don't see this hair color outside mm-hmm. of outside of the waist. It's like, well, that's the same hair color as Rand. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. And then we see Rand use the power. Mm-hmm. He doesn't realize it. See, that's what's cool, because that is kind of what happens in the books is he you go back and you look at events that are taking place. You don't even realize it as the reader until the end of the first book that when you go back, um, you sort of go back and you're like, oh, some of these events are actually Rand, I think, as use, you was using the power here. Right. Exactly. That that door, he's always he's trying to break out. He's in a situation where they're being attacked. Uh, it's the skinny innkeeper and the books and things. But and right afterwards, you have the dark friend attack, which which we get in this, which is which is really cool. So I saw her. I thought, you know, are they is this the girl? Is this what's happening? We're being, you know, because they have a soft spot for for girls. A uh, big thing, big theme of the book is that they can't they don't they won't kill women. They don't like the idea of them. Um you know, b- being in, in battle, we'll talk later about Maiden of the Spear, all that kind of stuff. Matt, my question, I'm going to toss this out to some of our, our folks in the chat real quick, too. What is the significance? Because I'm I'm sure I'm supposed to know what it is, and I just can't think of it right now. The IEL has the rock-like crystal? I don't know that. That That's 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 like past where I'm at in the books. I don't know what it is. I, I actually, even me, I'm trying, I, I'm two or three books ahead. I'm still, I've finished the series multiple times. I don't remember exactly what it is um right so he also picks up he also picks up a little uh he picks up a little bear yeah now that dog i think i do know what that is um i do i think i do too which is like kind of crazy that we're finding it here because that's yeah which is cool so that was that was cool to see an IEL to see the situation that this is the sort of thing that i think uh rafe was talking about being an IEL that we would see later in like book three and so on. Um, so, so it was cool to see that they brought that element in because they're explaining the IEL. They're explaining, they're trying to make these connections to. Um, was it a horse? It was a horse. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Connections to the, um, the to, to the IEL and to this other group of people and to, doing that world building. Actually, our dark friend even did a good job of world, bin- uh, world building, saying she wanted to go to places like Stone of Tear came right and and so the interesting thing was that character was her name was dana remember that was who we were thinking uh remember we saw her cast and we were thinking oh because tom Marilyn, it's her i think it's spelled the way in the casting was d-e-n-a but tom has a girlfriend named dana Mm d-a-n-a in the book and she ends up dying Mm -hmm. um and so that's we were kind of thinking that that was going to be that character now she was ultimately sort of tied in with uh, Tom a little bit and that is in the same little town so I'm wondering if that's just sort of a nod perhaps to that character mm-hmm. um, in 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 the books and we probably are unlikely to see her in, in the show um, not incredibly important there's a lot you can do with Tom without even really going down that sort of um, route but man let me tell you something as yeah. when she pulls the sword on Rand mm-hmm and she's sort of like, I know who you are, or I know, and stuff like, and I don't know who I am, but I know who I'll become. What'd you think? I'm dead. I'm dead serious. For a second, I was actually thinking beyond a dark friend. Me too. Me too. I'll go ahead and say it. Scared me. I literally thought this was Landfear. I was like, scared. Are they going to go in? Are they going to go in a different route where maybe this this person will die, and then you know we'll keep like that would be a cool way to do it to introduce a character 
since we've already brought up this idea of people coming back in the pattern, mm-hmm. like you could introduce characters and have them die a couple of times without having like your person set for like the next, you know, eight years or whatever. Like you could bring in somebody to be like Celine slash Lanfear, have her die and then come back, which would be cool. But then they're like, okay, no, she's just a dark frame. So that was really cool. Really unexpected. Cause again, this, this does not happen in the book. No, no, not. I mean, like, fantastic most of this does most of this is like pretty original yeah yeah like like it's kind of a similar event in which rand uses like lightning without really using knowing Mm -hmm. like what's going on um but it flows well and Mm -hmm. i think it gets the point across and i think it uh man i think it's I think it's really good. And then we meet the Tuathawan, which is mm-hmm. cool. They say their little uh, thing, which is right. Like we, mm-hmm. we know they say that uh, same. You know the, the song. Books. Yeah. 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 So we're going to be with them for a second. Uh, parents starting to have weird wolf stuff. And now with Rand, you're getting something weird about Rand. I think we're still into the idea. Again, if you've seen this for the first time of who is the dragon and then the dark friend, Dana, says it's one of the five of you, mm-hmm, not mm-hmm. one of the four of you, mm-hmm. which is kind of cool considering that Nynaeve is back. Right. And then it ends with uh, Logan. So which great, is, which is how we, which is what we thought. So great way to end it mm-hmm. for this first week. I'm hooked. I'm ready for the next episode. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, Matt. Yeah. You went through the whole and, thing. And, yeah. And, I went through the whole thing, and one and one last thing here, and then I'll turn then I'll turn over to you. Okay, our buddy, we we have we have a Facebook group with some of our, our listeners and stuff like that. Uh, my buddy Ryan said it, and I didn't I didn't really realize it until I looked at it, but he is one hundred percent right. Whoever is playing, um, uh, what's her name? Is it Leand? That's not Leandrin. Is it? who's the red Aja? Leandrin. Uh, is that who, is is that legitimately who's it is? I think that's I mean, Leandrin. I, is it think... is it it is actually Leandrin? Okay, because I don't I think they so. haven't said her name, so I just I didn't know. I'm trying to remember if she was cast or not. I think she, I think she said it right at the end. I think she said Leandra okay. Sedai. Her once somebody said something, uh, her forehead does not move, man. There's a lot of Botox going on there. I'm just gonna say it. Oh look, my gosh. I'm saying just look at it, man. I was like, I didn't notice he's it. Right, he's watch it. Okay. I okay, mean, just okay. just just watch it. It's okay. fine. It's whatever. But I was like, yeah. once somebody said something, but I was like, all right, dude, they might be right. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's intense, right? I mean, that she's she, I yeah, felt yeah, yeah, scared yeah. for Moraine, right? In that moment when Moraine is like, not scared, but you can sense something up there. That's supposed to be her sister. Mm, you're too late. You know, there's there's a tension right there. And I think we're going to see more of that tension between the blue Aja and between the red Aja. And that's cool. It'll be interesting to watch. So let me bounce back as Matt goes through some comments here. I want to touch on the thing that you said about the dark friend. Because... um. One, she does such a great job of bringing in Ashamael and bringing in mentioning one of the Forsaken and, and those who, like Matt, she believed. What was good about her is as a dark friend, it wasn't just like, oh, I have to do this. She believed they needed the dragon. She was a believer. She didn't like her life. She didn't like the the, the way her life was woven. And, and so she made a choice to do something different. It reminds me of Inktar in the book. You know, I didn't see another way, so I chose this path. And the, like... Rand already starting to say things that are just he thinks he just tries to do what's right and so on. Now, your point to Landfear. Let me tell you something, buddy. I said this from the get go. 
the element of surprise in this show and what you can do with the one power is that you can cloak yourself, change your appearance. You can have dark friends. I mean, the, the forsaken once we get there, we, I mean, we've said this, everything's marked full spoiler here. Uh, we are talking about people who can change their appearance and stuff like that. Like the forsaken hide among dark friends. So like sometimes the dark friends don't know who they're dealing with. They know they're dealing with a great dark friend who might also be a forsaken. We saw all of that in book three, uh, it, um, uh, book four, especially the, the shadow rising. So my thought is when I, when she named Egwene, I thought, holy smokes, this right. is someone bigger and better. And the fact that that did that to us shows you the power, the reaction they're going to get from fans on that is, is like, oh, we can do this anytime at any point in time. We can step a dark friend on the screen. Our first land fear might not be our, our, our first land fear. Like that girl could have been land fear. And we would exactly. have been like, and we would have been like, that's such a surprise because she, she, she goes around as several different dark friends. She, she has multiple different appearances. She shows up in the white tower. Uh, she shows up in the IO waste. She's all over the place. Right. So, well, and it was, for me, it was also that she tried to kiss Rand. Yeah. So I'm thinking, okay, we know like that's part of her deal is that it was good. You know, Landfair mm -hmm. wants sort of um uh Landfair obviously wants loose Theron. Now they didn't say loose Therans. I kind of thought they were gonna. They didn't say what? I, th I thought they were gonna say the name Loose Theron there when she when she was talking sure. about like the dragon and the so dragon and, and all of this stuff and talk about 3000 years ago and stuff like that. We have heard the name Arter Hawkwing, which is interesting. Oh my God. That was an interesting connection to the swearing. Um, of the yeah. Right. Okay. So now let's shift back and let's, uh, so the other side of storyline that's going on is Nynaeve healing Moraine, right? Mm -hmm. She's like mm -hmm. looking for the stuff We're we're immediately, we're jumping right into the sort of what will ultimately become romance between uh, Nynaeve and Lan, which I was sort of critical of on my first, it's my first, still my first time reading through Wheel of Time. Um, because I was like, hold on a second, wait, what? Where did that, if, because I felt like it came out of like literally nowhere. And I do feel like this is an area where the show can kind of improve on that. Right. But right now, I guess if you were watching this and, and, and no one knew, I think when you ask some of these people, like Lady Heather was in here with her, uh, talking about her husband, and we had some other folks saying, uh, that their spouses were, very much uh shocked i think if they add, I, I think if you're getting those folks again that's why we say full spoilers because i think some folks don't see it i, I think right now there's a little bit of tension if you know it you can spot it but if you don't know that there's going to be a blossoming relationship there right now she was like she tried to kill land he was like you tried to kill me right i mean you know i mean come on now did she right you know i, <laughs> right, I, I, mean, well, I know now. i know but like that's 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 what it said and if you don't really know and you don't really understand warders and what all that kind of stuff. Yeah. I mean, she, she tracked him. Her attitude too is so great. Right. I told you, you could ask, not that I would answer you. You right. know, she's like, I'm going to, I ain't, I ain't putting up with this. She's a wisdom. She's a wisdom. That's her thing. Yeah. So we're what three of eight. So I don't know what the math is on that. That's like, I don't know. Two of eight would be a quarter or so like 30% or something like that. Three eight. that. Yeah. I don't know. 40% <laughs> something like that. Well, the way through. Sure. sure. Feel good about it, which Real I think good. is the best is the best thing to say. Real good, and and I I love man. I couldn't uh, when I was watching it. People can see my reaction on here. I'll post some of that just so you guys. It's it's whatever. Thirty seven percent. Thirty seven percent. 
I, I thought for sure, just the way that um, the cinematography is, is 100% just so oh, it's beautiful. Great. It's beautiful. It, it's a, it's a big time. It's a, it's a big time show. I yeah. mean, that's, that's all I can, that's all that's yep. that. And that's, and that's the best thing to say. I mean, it's, it's right there with Mandalorian, mm-hmm. um, the Witcher. Yeah. You know. I was, I mean, it's, 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 it's hard. And I think it's unfair by all of the outlets and everything to compare. I think it's, I think it's, I think it's almost, I think it's incredibly unfair and almost impossible to compare any show to Game of Thrones. And I know that this will sort of meet that comparison because Game of Thrones budget and everything was just on such a different level. I mean, that show won Emmy after Emmy after Emmy after Emmy, even season eight, which, you know, people, had issues with once tons of enemies because this it's just the budget and everything was so massive mm-hmm. and so whatever you know everything it's you can't it's you cannot compare the two they're they're different they're different mm-hmm. things yeah no no 100 and, and honestly this has i like that this is trying to be it's that it, that not even that it's trying it just said it what is, is something it, yeah i know i know that it is but i don't think they went out and said oh we've got to be i think they said what is wheel of time I think by exactly. by adapting Robert Jordan's story, you're adapting something that's already different. He already set himself apart. He was already a fan of Tolkien. He wanted something more real that felt like a, a futuristic slash past time, a turning of the age, uh, an age either ahead of us, behind us, whatever it may be, different. And we, we, we're getting that. We're feeling it. I'm feeling the multicultural stuff. I'm feeling how the world was broken. Uh, groups of people were shifted around and mixed in together. And people are just trying to make it through here. It, it, it is um, it's rich. It, you can feel the history, too. One of the things that Robert Jordan does in his world building, it's almost overwhelming sometimes, but he repeats himself enough that you understand who the Aiel are, the different nations, uh, the Arter, Arter Hawkwing, uh, the Trolloc Wars have been mentioned, Manetherin, the connection to um, Shadow Logoth. All these things they're doing, and it feels like this is a big epic world and that's what we wanted it to feel like when more rain one more point in the first episode too when more rain anytime i've seen her doing the weaving it matt it's not overpowerful like she needs protected by a warder so she yes. can summon everything she's not all powerful and i really thought that was the way to get it's good it's good right and let me say this too because this i think was the biggest sort of concern and the biggest question we had going into this whole thing was the biggest task you face in adapting the wheel of time is the pace because it's 13, 14 books, right? If you include mm-hmm. new spring mm-hmm. or is it 14 and 15, whatever. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. How are you going to do it? Because yeah. it's so massive, right? It is so massive. You know, you're going to have to cut things. It's just the way it is. I feel like the pace is I feel like the pace is actually slower than I thought it would be. Mm-hmm. Like some things feel kind of fast, but they did it in such a great way. You have to like by I think by already introducing that these people have powers and mm-hmm. you're trying to and the question is who is the dragon reborn? Mm-hmm. And again, that that is in the book too, but even by even by even raising it to like Egwene and Nynaeve, perhaps even. Mm-hmm. And you show that hey, they're all special. They're all capable of things. Like Perrin's story to me feels way further along. And I said this in episode two, and I think maybe even episode one. 
-hmm. Matt seems like his is still got to, is going to, is, is developing and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. Um, And I know we're already, we're only three episodes in, but I feel like you're by, by the, by them focusing so much on the, who is the dragon reborn, you're able to speed up vastly the process of them sort of leveling up and powering up and acquiring Mm -hmm. abilities and all of these things. Right. That you actually save a ton of time. You can Mm -hmm. cut so much. I can tell you this, we're not going to have a season full of freaking circus chapters, okay? No. Not going to happen. <laughs> we no. might get like half an episode of that, which is more than enough. So I feel I feel good. I feel very good about the pace, and I do feel like, theoretically, you could finish this in eight seasons. Yeah, for sure. Which I do too. What they've um, potentially said is their goal, hope. Yeah, and again, season three, the, the the cool thing, I mean, season two has been filming a lot. Some people have even finished their uh, filming of that. They're on to season three. Like, that's been confirmed. This is good. This is, and I can see why. You look at this, if, whoever was was looking at this and saying, let's see what, what, what we've got and look at the testing, look at the reviews. Buddy, I'll tell you right now, this is one of those things where let the fans come out and talk about this. I think they're going to be very, very pleased. Uh, we've got people in our chat already saying things like, look, this third this third episode is pretty much original, but it's tying things together and it's trying to move things forward. And it's it's still kind of it fits. All the characters feel like they come right out of the books. You know where we're at right now. We're probably. We're probably already 20 or so. I don't know, 25, maybe even 30 chapters into uh, or like maybe 35 chapters in mm-hmm. to Eye of the World. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no. Because um, chapter 10 is like they leave. Like around chapter 10 is like a Trollocs attack and they leave and the whole deal. Right, right, right. Yeah, and so again, like let me think here. And we know we're skipping, like we're just we got this whole thing. We're bringing low gain probably to Tarvalin and more rain is meeting up with other Aes Sedai. Everything still feels really like where it should be. Right. I mean, it still feels like where it should be. Yeah. We're, we're going to skip Camelin, which is fine. I, I think, I think we just move everything to Tarvalin and that's, and that's fine. Um, yeah, I guess, man, what do you think? What do you think happens? Is, I don't know if there's, is there a teaser out for episode four? Oh, I don't know. Was yeah, there like was was there like was there like a next time perhaps? I'll I'll look for that really quick. Yeah, that that's uh, that would be really cool. I hope I hope uh, we're gonna get like a little sneak peek or something like that. Uh, we do know that after this, what we're gonna do is we're gonna go back and probably watch all of the histories, maybe one through three, and do like a little drop. I think they're a little mini episodes. Someone was mentioning that those are gonna be up, and we'll talk about some of that, which is a cool thing. Matt, this is this is how big they're going. This the promotion for this is sick. The ads are sick. It's well done. There's a history and a lore component that's animated. There's also like a map, a like a, this 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 map experience that we have going. Um, yeah, so it is. Um, it's it's wonderful. It's 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 fantastic. Let me let me think here real quick. I'm just trying to think about this. Um, the dark friend is the biggest surprise for me, and and how yes. well she was done. I, I kind of had a feeling she might be a dark friend. And I said this uh, during mid-watch. I was like, something's not right. And especially she's trying to seduce Rand and all this kind of stuff. But 
man, just when she name drops the Shamael and, and drops some of these other things, Camelin, the Stone of Tear, and all this kind of stuff, I can't wait till we start hearing some of the prophecies. I hope we still hear some of the prophecies of the dragon and and some of that maybe from Tom. Tom Marilyn also dropped some things in as well that are that, that are pretty cool. He's helping to build that world. And you have to remember, they don't go see it all right away. It's just told to us, and we hear about it. Here are these different regions and things at, at war. Uh, so that will be um, interesting to see all that. Wow. Okay, so episode four, um, by the way, this is really cool, actually. I'm just looking at this. Dave Hill is the guy who wrote it, and I was like, oh, I know that name because he did a handful of episodes of Game of Thrones. He did episode uh, – he did the fourth episode of season five, which is Sons of the Harpy. It's where they change some things in Game of Thrones. It's where Barris and Selmy dies. Jeez. He did – he did – episode and season six he did episode um two which is the episode um home and that is where john snow's resurrected he did episode seven east watch that's where they have to go right to steal the um that's where the, that's where they go to steal the uh oh yeah whatever yeah, yeah the the white and then um episode uh Episode eight, Winterfell. That's the episode season. That's episode one of Game of Thrones. So those are, I mean, those are like big, big, huge episodes. So he wrote episode four, which is the Dragon Reborn. Comes out uh, next. Comes out next week, Thanksgiving. Wow. Well, if 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 I believe everything is coming out at the same, it's going to be Thursday night, not not for us. Uh, not just sort of Friday midnight midnight time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is which is cool. So that, that that'll be fun. The Dragon Reborn, huh? And again, we just got that that drop here with Logan that we've captured a man who's proclaiming himself to be uh, the Dragon Reborn, and that was that warfare that we heard in the Two Rivers. Still haven't seen Pot on Fane. Don't know where he's at. Um, since since um, that, yeah uh oh yeah i yeah, know we haven't seen him yet so like that's 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 interesting that we're wondering where he's at how he's going to be incorporated uh with all the dreaming and the dream sequences and the chasing like even when, when they get to tarvalin like in camelin is he going to be there um that might be a thing yeah there was a um i'm trying to remember where it was Yesterday, we I found something that had the the titles the of the of the episodes like like a description. There was like a there was like a description for it, but I can't seem to find it. Okay, yeah, um, yeah. So, dude, I mean, I'm so impressed. I think some people were saying in our chat here. I'm just looking at comments, like they were worried about the uh, changes being being kind of um, maybe being unhappy with some of the major changes and stuff. Are you unhappy with any of the changes that have been made really though? As no. far as like, right? No, I, I, I'm, I think they're good. I'm not going to lie. I, 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 I think they're great uh, to be entirely honest. I think I, 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 I like more again. I like that they're moving Tom around. I think that makes more sense to introduce him as a character. I think the parent thing is by far, I think the best addition to mm-hmm. the show that's going to do wonders for him, him later on, uh, just in terms of being able to move his character 
forward. And then I think for television audiences and in a, a, it creates an ability to build wonder and surprise and speed these characters sort of powering up along the idea that it could even be a Gwen and Nynaeve that are the dragon reborn. Yeah. 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 Which is, which is cool. I love the, the, the numbering we've gone back and forth with the four and the five, four to Viren. like, is Nynaeve going to be thrown in? Like who's, they, she, she is really, kind of right now right so they didn't actually say which of the four uh, like is it a Gwen who's Taviran? you know what i mean she just said Taviran. Um, i think moraine said it's it's one of you four. Oh, oh, to them directly okay yes okay yeah i see. But remember I, she did ask she did ask nynaeve how when she was born remember she's like so you're 25 then right when she was talking to her in the by the pool Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. She kind of tried to eliminate, yeah, eliminate her from the mix of of the age, right? And who could, who who it could be? She's narrowing it down by age because of that was cool. The foretelling, right? And someone with white eyes and the uh, the foretelling and and seeing things that was really cool that they made that connection back to New Spring. So we really haven't seen anything like going back to New Spring necessarily. We've just made heard references of. Um, I think when we get to the Armorland seat, we might hear more about their relationship and things but we've just heard about the uh foretelling a little bit and the search for the dragon so yes yeah um yeah we know the titles of the of the episodes but there was something we found yesterday where it had the descriptions even of, oh yeah of 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 what they were and i cannot i cannot for the life of me find that link so i apologize for that um because I don't, I don't know how accurate that was, but it said like episode seven, it was like description. It's like Moraine fights one of the most powerful female channelers. And we're like, wait, what? Yeah, what? Yeah. like <laughs> So I don't know if it's like a leak or that was, I don't know what the deal is on that, but. Right. So I was right. trying to see, I was trying to see what episode four was to be like, okay, well it's. So, so episode, yeah. So episode six is flame of Tarvalon. So maybe we all meet up in episode six. And then we know we're going the so episode seven, the dark along the ways, and then episode eight. I don't know, man. Is that episode eight? If we're what do we do? We you fin it sounds like we might finish the eye of the world mm -hmm. in episode eight. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it, it seems like the eye of die might be more they, behind some of this stuff too. Right, because everyone said all all of the rumors and leaks and everything said that we're going to be into the Great Hunt. Well, finishing the Eye of the World in Episode Eight isn't into the Great Hunt. We would almost have to maybe the Dark Along the Ways is up, we do that, and then Episode Eight is again. We were thinking maybe the Horn of Valir and all that stuff gets stolen, mm -hmm. right? And that's how you move. That's how you move on. Yeah, 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 man. So far, so like it's, that's weird, right? So so far, I think. One through three, we're feeling good. It's paced out. It's where we think it should be. But I think going now to Tarvalin, huge shift. Bringing in the Ogier, uh -huh, bringing absolutely. in Waygate. What does Moraine do? Does she does she differ in in her opinion with other other, other Aes Sedai? They think they've found, you know, again a man who can who can channel. They're they're, they're gonna like she's Moraine's gonna see firsthand again what the Red Aja will do to this man. And if she believes she has the the dragon in in you know in, in her uh, grasp. What is she going to do? Again, back to Rand's question. What do we do when we get to Tarval and what happens? Can I leave if I want to? That sort of thing. So I think it's the next couple episodes where we could go in a lot of different directions. They could uh, this whole Sawan thing. I mean, there could we could learn about some turmoil. I don't know how far or how fast they're going to push it, but 
Uh, it's crazy. Can I mention a couple things before I forget them? Because I got a hundred percent. We're just rushing in here. I, I I wanted to mention the part where he's cutting the wood. What a clean yeah. cut! What a clean cut! I'm wearing my lumberjack flannel, and I'm like, I don't know if that's uh that was like a dragon reborn a, cut right there. That was man. that was that that was definitely a uh a good a good looking cut. And, and, you know, I was almost I was almost laughing like just in my head when Moraine tells Egwene. You know, you don't listen to the wind. The wind listens to you. And I'm like, the universe, you know, I was like, I was like the universe and the universe listens to Randall Thor. Okay. Uh (laughs) It's like, it's like, he doesn't, he doesn't need the wind. (laughs) Like the universe itself, uh, you know, bends to Randall Thor as well. You know, and what's, what's really cool. We haven't, uh, it's interesting about this whole, you know, Moraine being able to sense the power in individuals. And Nynaeve and her haven't really... I thought she was going to channel a little bit with the healing. She doesn't. I remember we saw in the trailer, right. we see Moraine get healed by, by a green uh, Aja member. Uh, Matt, what was really funny to me, too, I know it's just... So, like, Egwene and Lan, like, a little bit of tension. Over, she gets tied up. She's tied up and, like... Does, it's just kind of funny. And Lan, Lan just had, like... It's not like a... He's just looking at her, sort of like, you done? Yeah. D- you know? A disappointed, no shirtless, sweaty rant. All I know is what's uh, Roseman Pike said there's going to be a bunch of nudity and there there hasn't really been any. So, well, I'm, I'm thinking it's going to be a lot with Logan. I think I think we're going to see a so? brutal side. I think the White Cloaks, Matt. What's what they're going to do here? What what I think a good show, a good uh, I don't know if you want to really pull people one way or the other is justify the White Cloaks a little bit and justify them through the Red Aja and their treatment of Logan and other even though. Even though the white cloaks are not pro male channelers, they're not pro anyone using the power to do any right. of that kind of stuff. But I think it'll be interesting for Tom Maryland if they go with his whole back, his nephew being gentled and, and all those things. Uh, it will be interesting to see wh- how how they treat him, and if they don't do some stuff that's hu- humiliating or uh, whatever, I that that they could really push some lines there. Yeah, we yeah, do, we, we do, we do see lands, but you do see that. Yeah, yeah, hey, so boss by the way he is an absolute hold on a second hold on a second what dana flat out says what did she say oh about matt and rand about matt and rand no what was the exact wording she slap and tickle she she said that she did she did and i i was like huh and i and i think we should change the name of the podcast right no longer heroes of the horn slap and tickle uh, a a wheel a wheel of time podcast yes yes let the slap and the tickle ride again on the winds of time. <laughs> I just, and, and, and while we're at it, get a number seven, you know, at the wine right. spring in, you know, like my God, uh, who would have thought the Tuatha on a rolling out with Taco Bell. I thought the same thing. I was like, that hey. looks like a freaking it's taco Supreme. Um, the wheel we- weaves as the wheel wills, you know, slap and tickle wills as it will, man. Right. Right. Oh my God. That was good. Cr- just, just some really cool stuff uh, in this episode that was heroes of the slap and tickle. Oh, that's what she, I was like. I was like, what? I was like, did you just say that? Like, was it's just, well, it's also funny too because Rand just caught. Like, it was like so caught off guard. Yeah, Rand's really cool about it though. He's like, he's like, if I wanted a man, that's not the man. I, you know, I could get better. I know, than that, that. Was, funny. Like that was great. Funny that dig on great. his friend, you know. Uh, so yeah, it's cool and, and it's it's neat too. Um, Perrin says something really cool to Egwene. Like right now, Matt is sick. Matt is sick a little bit, and we know he's he's distorted in his thought because I think Matt would say the same thing Perrin uh, says to Egwene, which is like, okay, he Rand is going to go 
to Tarvalin. Um, Egwene is like, I don't know, right? And and she's like, he's gonna probably go home. And it's like Perrin who says, No, he's gonna go where you're gonna go, and you're going there. He knows that. That was a cool line because Rand does love her, and their love actually grows like grows into like your role and your destiny is this way. Mine is this way. I still love you, but we have to play our roles. I have to go do my thing. And I'm always gonna have that mutual love. You you know this in the books, they trust yeah. one another. He only trust uh a Gwen really sometimes he needs a brain yeah i do really like the uh the relationship building there between parent and a Gwen. also the tinkers the tuathuan are exactly sort of how i imagine them they did a great job at showing them um and aram i think he was i yeah. think he was good i think it was too um there's the they have like these big Saint Bernard or what are the the big dogs? Yeah, the Tinkers. I love thought, them. I love those dogs. I was like, that was really cool. Uh, what do you think? What do you think of? Um, so so Tom Maryland, just a little bit more on him. He Great. showed, yeah. Like I think, do you think he's gonna face a fade? That she summoned a fade. Yes, I'm pretty yeah. sure we actually see him fight one in in the second. Oh, that's right. In the in the in the in the in the second trailer. And yeah. I love the relation, like immediately, like, oh, Tom Marilyn and Matt shaking hands because th- literally those two like hang out for the, the rest of the remainder of the series. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm in Tom. I'm like, I'm in on this guy playing Tom. He works. It's great. Good voice. Tom in the books is actually a bit older, mm-hmm. uh, but I feel like he 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 works. He sang that song. It was cool. I to what to my mind i know like the gleeman's supposed to have this cut this coat that changes colors and everything Mm -hmm. um but what i imagine a gleeman being he fits even without the the coat that changes colors we don't necessarily need that uh Mm -hmm. but i think it's great another great casting he has the knife that came out it was great all all 100 in thought he was thought he was i think he's the I mean, I don't know. They're all cast extremely well. I mean, I yes. don't think there's anybody that's bad or anything. But for me, like the one that it's like I can look at and that sort of just automatically fits my my thought of what they sh- what that person would look like. Number one is Lan, right? Lan a hundred, Lan a hundred percent fits it. And even though he isn't like we thought he'd be like more jacked, like and that's how he's kind of described. Like in the books, he he's almost like a bodybuilder. I mean, he's like. You know, like a like a huge like gladiator. Think like Conan the Barbarian, um, but it just works, and it just it's mm-hmm. it's so good, and it just fits. And then Tom Marilyn's like right there too, just immediately, just what I kind of envision him being. Yeah, he totally he totally does. At the end, the skill with the dagger, the the knowledge he has about the Aiel, uh, the fact that Matt kind of vouches for him too, and he's he's won Matt over. They're both stealing and pickpocketing a little bit, and things like that. So. Uh, yeah, definitely works, uh, big time. So really impressed by, by Tom Maryland. Real it's impressed. It's great. It's huge. It's, it's good. I love it, man. I'm in. I know. I know. I need, now I need more. I know I've got like, I have nothing really, uh, nothing negative, man. Like sometimes we've, we, we've watched other things and other fandoms that we love. We've been like, okay, this, I think hit a home run. I think they actually hit a home run with this. I'm yeah. Like even the Witcher and I, I read the books um, really bef- be- um, and I, I love, I love the show, but like the Witcher, you know, it like jumps around all over the place. Like the timeline is kind of hard to follow in season one. Mm-hmm. Um, so love it. Don't get me wrong, but this, I just, it's, 
I can tell already that this is a show I will watch more than once. I am going to go back. Yeah, a hundred percent, man. Just, just some of these shots where like, okay, there's moments you mentioned the Witcher where it's like, uh, with a donation for your Gleeman, right? So they said that in here, a donation for your Gleeman. Uh, Land goes up and has a Legolas moment. Like there was a couple of different fantasy moments where like Land looks out and he's like Legolas, you know, surveying the, yes. the land. Um, there's just a couple. There's a, there's, a, there's another one I can't think of right now. So if anyone else caught any other fantasy. Or, or subtle little nods that they did to other series or things like that. They're in there because this author, again, was a fan of those things and was very respective of all of it. So, And even now, looking forward at characters that we know they will interact with. So, like, just in my mind, plugging in, like, somebody like Elaine, right? Mm-hmm. Who, obviously, in the show, she will be different. But I feel like book Elaine, immediately, though, I could pull out my vision of how she would be on the show and even how she is in the book and plug her in with a obviously different acting because it's the, it's a show adaptation version of a Gwen and Nynaeve and it still works mm-hmm. with a Gwen and Nynaeve yeah yes for sure and I even think I actually think that that's going to make we know we're going to see men season one but I even feel like Elaine's romantic involvement that will come with rand and aviendas mm-hmm. because his relationship is much further along with Egwene than it really is in the books mm-hmm. i feel like that will be that much even more sort of dynamic and cool yeah yeah um buddy i'm doing a click through here and i want to ask you i want to actually ask some of the women out there who uh watch this to send us a, a message a comment um, or you can send us a pigeon at the horn of Valir at gmail.com. The, have you noticed like with the, with the, a lot of the women in the series, there's tons of earrings, there's nose rings, yes. there's tons of lots. That, yes. They're doing some really cool stuff. The costume is more than just what they wear. Like they're, uh, some markings on their skin, different things that they're doing. I'm like, it's really attention. to detail. They've, they've built a world. They've built a yeah. world and it all feels cohesive. Right. I, it's it's another layer that's real subtle that I'm just like, dude, this is going to I hope people who are reviewing this and who are real good critics like are are because if, if people like us can catch some of these things that, that like we haven't even caught at all. We've this is our, our, our initial kind of just just watched it literally come on here live and, and give you and guys the, our and scoop. the locations they're filming and everything oh, feels unique. It doesn't feel like Lord yeah. of the Rings. It doesn't feel like Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. It feels mm-hmm. like Wheel of Time. Hey, what did you think about? So when Egwene and uh, Perrin are are running out on that open, you, you see how how open that was? And and like, remember when they're going and they meet Elias, it felt like yes. it was just this flat, open kind of like thing. They get to like an abandoned steading. You still felt like they got into the trees. I remember the trees being described, this this grove kind of thing. That's what it felt like that. And, and then the wolves are guiding and pushing them in that direction too. I you can't i mean it's just good it's just flat out good mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah i'm loving everything i see so far and i feel like man next episode is going to be low gain heavy so my guess for next episode and we maybe we'll do a full predictions sure. right uh tomorrow but i would sort of say my predictions right now for episode four um, I think this this might be where we see the where we see Logan do his like breakout, right? Sure. Mm-hmm. Which we were almost thinking maybe that stuff happened before. It was like a prequel mm-hmm. thing, right? 
uh, didn't end up happening. Um, so I think this is when we'll see that. And my guess is maybe this is where Tom Maryland fights that fade that we saw in the trailer. But I'm going to guess we start to get I would not be surprised if we don't get some of Tom Maryland's story that we get in the great hunt where he's talking about his nephew who could channel and what happened to him to still kind of build up a little bit of this. Like the eyes that I are not really as good as we think they are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Storyline. Uh, I think I think that's I think that's something that'll happen in, in the next episode. Yeah, for sure. I think we'll, we'll be lulled into trusting them. There's going to be some back and forth, some issues with trust. You know, again, we've been, we've already said full spoilers here. Black Aja situation, breaking of the White Tower, all those things to come. So, yeah, we've got to get in there. And now Egwene is sort of our, our lead into the White Tower. Trust them. They learn from Mo- Moraine. They start to trust Moraine. Lan is even trusting Nynaeve and mm-hmm. saying, I, I can leave my eyes to die with this woman. She is, you know, you know, he, he, he has good instincts on her. Um but right now, I love that she still is embracing this. I don't know you guys quite yet, and I'm, I'm after my people, and I want to make sure that they're okay because I wasn't there when all these conversations took place. I'm just running them down, uh, which is which is awesome. So what do you – I mean, what do you think that they're going to do? What – like, given where we're at now and knowing that in the first place as we have to shorten it all. Mm-hmm. To get to a memory, assuming eight seasons, right? Which I think is potentially the plan. Um, to finish a memory of light in eight seasons, given where we're at now, mm-hmm. with, with already being three in, how, where, what do you have to bring forward of, of potentially the great hunt or even further out in the next like few episodes? Yeah. Cause we're going to, st- I mean, things are going to start getting pulled. Like, wait, like, I feel like this whole parent thing, as we've said, <laughs> is a way to cut out a lot of the shadow rising with him yeah. losing his family members and really questioning mm-hmm. the, the axe or the hammer. Right. He goes through a whole arc there for a while. Someone else who goes through a whole. Um, so so Rand and Inktar and, and Huron and all of them, and that whole hunt sequence as much as I love that book, it just really has two big epic moments and you just need to show those two moments and move on. You don't need all the tracking down through portal stones and all the craziness, all of the hunting, I guess you need to introduce. And you know, I see, I think, I think, I think all of that is going to be the season two finale. I think season two's finale is you take the great hunt and the dragon reborn and have it happen at the same time. So, so you have it happen in tier, maybe? Right, cause, yes, because the battle takes place, right? And the you know, the, the so the battle right, so the battle take place exactly merge Falma and Tyr. So the difference, right, is in Falma, Matt or Rand is fighting. Um, that's when he's sort of like fighting in the sky, right? And he's like, doesn't really, he doesn't mm-hmm. he doesn't really know what's going on. It's kind of just happening. Mm-hmm. But then in in tier is when he's when he gets calendar and he's mm-hmm. using he's using calendar that's where he fights balsamon right mm-hmm. yeah right mm-hmm. yep that's where he gets that's where he gets his does he get his wound at the end of the second book or the third yeah se- second book second book yep second book mm-hmm. and the third book is he kills he, him. he beats balsamon essentially mm-hmm. right and the third one mm-hmm. um so i think i think you have that happen at the same time and then on the outside you have 
Matt blow the horn of Valir, and you just have it all happen. And I have it all happen in one place. And then what you can do is, is you can take a lot of book three, which is Rand really by himself, and book two, which is Rand and everybody hunting, but hunting of the horn, and you just blend all of that together. And then that's you. I think you'd be you'd finish. You could finish book, yeah, two. You could finish three season two could fin could tie together books two and three and you could even if you wanted have perrin off doing stuff that he's he he's doing in the shadow rising at that time and have it all take place at the same time yeah know, that's yeah. wait that's pushing his for stored for his story forward but you because he's not even in the fifth book you can save that and then start to blend other stuff together so i i think i think it's going to happen yeah, I think so. I think yeah, I think so too. And and there's yeah, there's so much that can be done just putting all those all those pieces together. Move the Forsaken together. Uh, bring maybe you battle more than one. Maybe it's just the balls in one situation. Maybe Moraine does something else with Dark Hounds or, or who knows or or uh, Baal or whoever. But there's a lot there's a lot of things that you that you can condense, and we can see how they're also just changing stuff too if they need to. If you really need to do something to drive the plot to right. move a character forward, like they're doing with Perrin, they can. They will do it. So yeah, I mean, I think I I think when you summon the Horn of Valir, you could have somebody like a Burgett Silverbow. Just now, she's back. You don't have yeah, to go through the yeah. whole Dream World and all that stuff um, to bring her out and uh, and and do that. They're already they're already showing you dreams are very important and very serious. Well, I, right. I love the way they're doing that. Right. I serious. That is the way they're doing that that now to build suspense. Right. And one of the things we talked about as I'm now 100% convinced is going to happen in the way I have been predicting it for months, mm -hmm. which is we've talked about one of the coolest parts of the entire Wheel of Time is the is the prologue. The yeah. loose Theron, Eliana, my love, mm -hmm. all mm -hmm. of that mm -hmm. stuff. Yeah. We've said... Um, are we, are we, do you open with that? Do you open with, with that sort of prologue? And I said, I think you just do it as a dream. Like Rand has a dream and it's like, why am I having dreams of this other person? Mm -hmm. And I think, I think that is going to be done as a dream. Yeah. There's power in dreams. Moraine has said it that she's, she's alluding to different things that, that go on. And yeah, again, with Balsamon, there is sort of, you know, the first three books are written. It's like, well, that's who we fight. Oh, like for three books, do we really need to beat him right. three different times? Uh, I'll know. go ahead and say it. Yeah, Balsamon. Do you want me to say it? Go ahead and say it. Okay, Balsamon's a punk ass bitch. Okay, wow. I mean, I, wow. I mean, he keeps showing up. It's like, what is he even? He feels more menacing in the show than he does in the books, and that's great. Yeah, that is, and that's the thing. So there's that there is a someone called a fatigue in terms of him. So like as you're saying, push it all to to one spot. Let's do it. Let's have at it. Let's let's get after it and just have one big. Uh, big battle where it's it's done and over. Moraine has her part to play with Forsaken. Uh, uh, yeah, you know what I mean. Like that's end of season. Just go out, whether it be season one, two, or three, whatever you're gonna do, and and really go after some of these guys. So, uh, yeah, because they've already shown us they've already shown the white cloaks to be more menacing. Because again, the fact that they've shown them mm -hmm. and are like in episode two are are that menacing and that crazy i mean they're literally chopping off the hands of the eyes that i and the burning them at the stake as they watch mm -hmm. like and are happy 
the white cloaks story is being brought way forward yeah yeah let me ask you i just i just thought of something here in terms of like yes it is you're you're 100 so i'm so so just real quick yeah so a character who we just found out in the books we again our podcast we just finished book five one of our characters galad right joins the white cloaks yeah yeah so that's gonna be a big deal because we know elaine's coming which means galad is probably galad and Gwen are probably coming too Right. And again, when you read about their tenets and you read about what they are supposed to be, Matt, what they're supposed to be. And that's why Jeff from Bornhold, good that he says that one little line to Moraine about get, find some healing, find find a sister who can we avoid them at all costs. But that's the only person who can heal you. And he's talking to a lady of the land thinking she needs healed. So that's where Galad would go. Like That's that that's the type right. of person he wants to be is like a Jeff from Bornhold. So, um yeah. So I mean, I think I think you could almost have a season finale be a showdown with the White Cloaks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, between who? You mean like the Aes Sedai and stuff? Or I don't know. They might go in a totally different direction. They might make them yeah. have like a full on battle or something. Right. So remember, I mean, if the White, Kama, I mean, if the White Cloaks are literally out here burning Aes Sedai at the stake, yeah, something's yeah, yeah. going to be yeah. different. Yeah. Right. And I like how they kind of mentioned the Ardor Hawkwing thing about like they forced the Aes Sedai to swear these oaths and stuff like that. So well, it seems really binding and, and there's there's yeah, they're limited in power. But uh, I wonder if we're going to bring in the Shanchen at some point, too, and we're going to have like yeah, the White Cloaks sure fight them and stuff. So so many things, so many different ways we can go. I'm so far very very impressed and you know they've had these conversations this is the thing when you have the source material and you can adapt it you can go through and take a marker take a pen cut this move this move, move this that here. around and they're doing a good job of that i really think so so yeah. so far so good and again one of the, and one of the things you end up having that's cool this is one of the things we did see in um game of thrones is you blend storylines like you take something from somebody else and give it and give it to a different character. Um, now, Game of Thrones did that with a lot of main characters, and so mm-hmm. sometimes that felt. I think I think even in the sh- that show that did feel a little odd. Not only as like, oh, we're hardcore book readers. Some, there were some times where I actually felt like it was even odd for that the show version of that character. But Wheel of Time has already kind of taken like this Dana Dark Friend. We just killed our first Dark Friend. Mm-hmm. Um, you just you just bring in sort of an original TV character and give them a lot of aspects of other people, and then you can like kind of kill them off, mm-hmm. and then that sort of serves a huge purpose. Yeah, it does. It does. That that was that was a good a good way to do it, and we'll probably see more of that. We'll we'll probably see a lot more of it. Yeah. Right here, hey, here's a, here's a good here's a good comment here from uh, Darkhound Slobber saying felt like they were making a hard line between the regular white cloaks and the mm-hmm. questioners. Yeah. A hundred percent agree with that. Yeah, that's actually something in the books. It's a it's a thin little kind of un, like subplot that if you read it closely, there is a there is a divide. There's something going on there. There's a resentment uh, between your regulars and your your questioners. Good call. Because right. the white cloaks, even man, we're, we again we just finished book five, and it's like the white cloaks feel like they just come and go mm-hmm. a lot, and yeah. then it's like sometimes they show up and they're real important, and sometimes they're just there. Right, so those are like a nuisance who like they you bump into like Ram bumps into them, you know, in different towns or cities, and it's like, are they going to cause problems or are they not? Is he going to be a dark friend? Yeah. Who are they hauling out of a tavern? Yeah, 
right they yeah they they just they feel like a they feel like a fly an annoying fly you need to swat not you know mm -hmm. i mean this isn't the one scene we've seen with them they feel like a legitimate threat mm -hmm. yes they do yes they do and in the same in the same uh stroke though jeff from bornhold as, as that uh as we had her earlier a comment just feel that that character feels good and that we, we need to push that you got to build that up so that way you can't be all one or nothing like the ice to die you got to have a faction of them right that are the red aja got to have that and then even a split i mean it's just the black which, seems, which looks like what we're going to get next episode is a hey the, okay the ajas are the ajas we're, are a little different yeah we're going to see behind the curtain and, and see how they interact with one another and moraine needs one of them to heal her uh and it will reds aren't known for their healing abilities so we'll have um uh we'll have a green sister who is that that's gonna heal her um Gosh, she's actually someone who I think dies in a new spring. She's the head of the Green Aja, and I can't think of her name right now. So you guys post it in the comments, I'll, I'll say it. But anyways, yeah, going to be a really cool, cool moment there for next episode. Insane. Awesome. Woo. All right, guys. Well, I think that might be it for us for tonight. Yeah. Now, as and I have a ton of editing to do to get out all yeah. of these episodes to the podcasts and uh all of all of that now nagashi is her last name yes uh yeah kareen 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 sadai yes mm -hmm. um so yeah so we'll get that uh get all these out posted to the podcast thank you for hanging out with us here on youtube guys again we'll be we'll be doing something tomorrow because as and i took as and i both took the day off uh so we'll be <laughs> we'll be doing something tomorrow then we'll do that zoom hangout on saturday so uh certainly stay tuned for that thank you guys so much for hanging out here uh, those of you guys listening um, on the podcast, and again, keep in mind, as and I have that have that have those Patreons out there. If you want to join us, go check out our Patreon, uh, Heroes of the Horn, uh, on Patreon, um, and and Apple Premium Podcast gets you uh, access to all of our exclusive content, which is all of these extended editions we've done. We've done a ton of them, and uh, if you subscribe there, you actually get exclusive content for all of our shows. Game of Thrones, Bend, Bend the Knee, which is a Game of Thrones show, Hyperspace Hangout, which is a Star Wars show, and our last, our brand new podcast, which is The Elder Wand, which is a Harry Potter podcast, as, and that is an absolute ton of fun. So, as always, thank you guys so much for listening and hanging out. And remember that the grave is no far to our call. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.